going through the process of pushing past these barriers of fear, which everybody has. So don't feel like you're the only one and you missed the memo about video confidence somewhere because you're looking at somebody who's been making videos for years and they're killing it. And you're like, why can't I do that? Because that person was you before they started and they just got started and did it. So I encourage you to pick up your camera and just start making videos. So how's your video creation journey going? Is there anything holding you back? What roadblocks are you putting up for yourself? Often it's the mindset behind confidence on camera that holds so many people back. And in this episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, we're gonna be diving deep into how you can show up more confidently on camera and grow your business. Let's go. The world of video marketing for business is changing and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling, along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day, my friends, and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 205, and I am excited that you're here and you've decided to join us for another episode. When you think about it, there are so many ways that you could be spending your time right now, and you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me and my special guest today. So for that, I seriously appreciate you. In fact, I've been mentioning it for a little while, or through the month of June, 2021 and you've got a few days left to take action on this special giveaway that I'm doing right now to further get the word of the podcast out and how to participate in this is as simple as leaving a rating and a review for this podcast on the platform of your choice you can do that at engagevideomarketing.com slash review and once you've left a review simply take a screenshot and email it to me podcast at engagevideomarketing.com and you will be in the running to be one of three randomly selected people who I'm going to be sending out a hard copy of one of my favorite video marketing business books. And if you would like to get one of those books in the mail, you have to be in the running. So simply take a screenshot of your review, email me podcast at engagevideomarketing.com and do that before the end of June 2021. I seriously appreciate you and thank you so much to everyone who's already left a review. You guys are awesome. All right, so today's episode, I am excited to welcome back a returning guest to the podcast who was first on the show in episode 113 back in October 2019. She is Holly Gillen or Holly G from Holly G Studios. And at the time in that episode, we spoke about her idea of the seven phases of business cinema, but her real passion and expertise lies in helping people and entrepreneurs just like you get more confident and comfortable with the video creation journey and showing up on camera to grow your business. And that's what I wanted to get her back on the show today to talk more about. And this is something that I find really fascinating. It's part of the journey that I've been on as a video creator. 
over the last number of years as well. And it's not easy, you know, getting the confidence to show up on camera and do that in a way that's authentic to you and yourself and adds value to your target audience is something that is a skill that can be learnt, yes, but it's also something that requires a bit of a shift in mindset. And that's what we're gonna talk with Holly G about today. So if you haven't come across Holly G before, Holly helps high-performing leading ladies save time on both sides of the camera by teaching them the skills that they need to create not just video, but what she calls business cinema, which is videos with a plan, a purpose, a system, and a strategy. Videos that move your business forward and have a bigger purpose. So in today's episode, we're gonna explore Holly's journey being in front and behind the camera and what was the roadblocks that were holding her back when she first started and how we can now learn from this to become more confident showing up on camera for our own businesses. We're going to talk about not just the idea of of just getting out there and making videos but also what's holding people back and some ways that you can actually rethink how you're showing up on camera so that you can do that more confidently. And we're also gonna unpack some specific examples of things that you can do that work right now. So without further ado, let's jump in to my episode with Holly G from Holly G Studios. Holly G, welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Ben, I'm so happy to be back. This is awesome. It's great to have you back because we were talking before you hit record here and the last time you're on the show in episode 113, uh, you were just about to give birth to your second child and that was your child is now 16 months old. So Correct. that means it must have been about 16 months since we were we were last chatting. So I'm excited to kind of dive back in and and learn from from you once again. So for people that haven't listened to episode 113, I do encourage them to go back and hear Holly's full story so we don't have to go over it all again here. But in a couple of sentences, can you just fill us in on who you are, what you do and who you help? Sure. So um, my name's Holly G. I am your go-to video gal and I help high-performing leading ladies save time on both sides of the camera by teaching them the skills they need to create not just video, but what I call business cinema, which is video with a plan, purpose, system, and strategy. My background is in video production. I worked in New York City as a camera operator, video producer, and editor for a number of years working with companies like HBO and Sundance Channel. I got to work with Bono and Big Time Rush and just had a blast doing that. And then I transitioned into running my own online business and taking those skills and teaching them to online business owners to be able to create their own video content for their businesses. Yeah, awesome. So in the last episode, we did kind of dive into that idea of business cinema that you just briefly referred to there. And we went through the seven phases of business cinema, which uh, is definitely worth a listen if you guys haven't haven't heard that. So go back to engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 113 to hear that. But I wanted to bring you on today to talk about this idea of business leaders, entrepreneurs, personal brands, people showing up for the purpose of their business on camera. And it really holds a lot of people back. There's a lot of fear there as well. And we're going to dive into that. But I want to hear from you, Holly. Can you take us back to the first time that you stepped out from behind the camera, where I guess you're quite comfortable, <laughs> and got in front of the camera? Take us back there. What What were you doing? Why did you do it? How did you feel? What was your experience? 
Wow, it was not what I thought it was going to be. I was super surprised. When I decided to start my own online business back in 2013, I knew I wanted to be the face and voice of the business and I knew I was gonna have to transition from behind the camera to the front of the camera. Fine, comfortable, behind the camera, no problem. I knew what I was doing. And I sat down in front of the camera and it was like, I was having some sort of out of body experience. <laughs> I was like watching myself from the sidelines, like, what are you gonna say next? You totally forgot, didn't you? And just kind of like having like an internal meltdown while I was trying to like maintain my composure while sweat is dripping down. I'm like, hope no one sees it. I'm sweating. <laughs> it's just like, it was crazy. And I was like, wow, this is not what I expected. I thought it would just come naturally. like. Uh, I've seen it happen a million times. Like, I was like, no problem, super easy. But what I didn't anticipate was that all of these things, the sediment from the bottom was gonna be stirred up by going through this experience. So what I did was I literally locked myself in what I called my office studio, and I just kept making videos. I made video after video after video. And through the process, I had an epiphany and I realized like this nervous butterflies in my stomach feeling was, you know, an opportunity for me to turn a negative into a positive. And I decided that I wanted to flip the script on that and turn it into this is me growing from the inside out because I was doing something I had never done before. So it created this like empowering, like, let's just keep going. Let's just keep doing it. And I'm getting the chills just talking about this. It was such a powerful experience. And it was through that repetition, that practice, that mindset shift that I was able to, you know, continue through and and now be, you know, a very confident face and voice in my business today. Yeah, yeah awesome. I think, um, you know, a very common piece of advice that people hear when it comes to getting confident on camera is just, you just got to do it. You just got to put in the hours. You just got to, you know, like you said, lock yourself in a room and just keep doing video after video and you'll get better. And for many people, it feels like that's not enough or it feels like, really, is that all that there is to it? Mm -hmm. Well, let me, mm -hmm. let me ask that question to you. Is that all there is to it? Yes and no, right? Um, I think that for people, some people need the support of a community or a guidance uh, to be able to to push through and do that on their own. And I think that's something that keeps people held back is that fear of the unknown. And they, you know, like the fact that people don't know what they don't know. So they don't even, they're like, I don't even know how to like set up my camera. And like, there's a lot of like, oh, I don't want to look silly. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to embarrass my brand. Like my videos are looking a little janky. Like, I don't know how to set up lights. I don't even know what settings to put my camera on. So like all of those things just keep, keep people frozen. Right. Um, so <laughs> it, it, it is difficult to, to, to put yourself in that position on your, on your own sometimes. So I think that that keeps people stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there is so many, so many roadblocks, so many things that people either put up in front of doing it themselves. So either they put these roadblocks up themselves or they are genuine roadblocks. Like just, yeah. I don't know how to do this technical aspect. Right. I think it, I think it is a combination of that. And for my feeling is that that advice of just get started, just do it and you will improve 
is right in theory, and but what you improve over time is you you learn those things incrementally. You kind of do you see what you've done wrong on, on a previous video and you fix it for the next time. Obviously, exactly. having some support and guidance on that way can be helpful as well. Is, there, is exactly. that the way you feel about that? Yeah, a thousand, a thousand percent. There's a, a, you know, like I break it down into like a, like a three step process. It's like first thing that's holding people back is like literally how do I get started? What is step one? What is, you know, like what do I need to know to get started right now? And, you know, part of that is you literally do have to just get started, right? You have to, you know, the experience is what is going to breed the results and there's no skipping over that part. So yeah, it is a little of, yes, just you have to do it, but it's a combination of that mixed with some other stuff. A lot of times people are being held back because now they did get started and then they look at it, they're like, mm, who in the world is that? Because that doesn't look like me. That doesn't sound like me. What is happening? <laughs> and, you know, they end up looking like a robotic version of themselves or a very stiff personality vacant version of who they actually are in person and there's like a disconnect there and it's you know a little of the nerves and stuff like that so you know when i tell people like how do you look natural on camera is you have to get started you have to practice you have to put in those um you know i tell people you need to make hashtag 100 terrible videos and it's a little bit of a joke but it's not really a joke like you, you have to do the work. You have to put yourself in that position. And like you said, Ben, you're, you will learn because you're looking at, you're looking at it with, you know, you know, you're looking at it with a little bit of a grain of salt. You're trying to be like, okay, what, how can I, you know, be objective about this? Like, what do I like? What don't I like? What do I want to improve? What do I want to never do again on camera? <laughs> um, and the last part of it is, you know, like, how do you make it look professional? Because nobody wants to put out unprofessional looking videos in association with their brand or, you know, n not sound great or, you know, have the video lighting not be great or, you know, some other aspect or element of the video not to be on par or on standard with their brand. So, yeah, I awesome. Yeah, cool. I was, I was thinking it might be worthwhile bringing it back to kind of a foundation idea here because before, and I, we are going to get into some of the more practical and tactical advice that I want to pick your brain on. Um, but let's just talk for a moment around why show up on camera anyway? Why is it important? Do you feel for, for people in business today, brands, people building, whether it be an online business or a bricks and mortar business or whatever business, why, why is it important to show up confidently on camera? Uh, you know, video is you when you can't be there, right? So even if you're running a brick and mortar business, it gives people who are finding your business online an opportunity to, you know, see with texture, with layers, with personality, with, you know, um, the flavor and essence of your personality and what your brand stands for and things like that, that is just, you know, uh, not something that can be conveyed through imagery or audio. You know, it's a combination of the video and audio mixed together with you, you know, your personality or a brand's personality showing up, you know, to do the work. It is the 
fastest way to build your authority, to position yourself as the go-to or expert in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and it's maintains and continues those relationships for you when you're not there because people then have the opportunity to come back and watch your videos you know, at all hours of the day or night. And you have the ability to reach people, not just locally, but internationally. Hmm. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, people buy from people, right? You know, that's just the foundation of business yeah. and it always has been. And, you know, by allowing you and your people to be on camera in whatever way is kind of scaling that up in a digital sense, you know, so that you don't actually need to be face to face with everyone who you want to try and reach online that your videos can do that well, it is impossible your videos become that tool that does that for you while you're sleeping right so absolutely yeah, and i always say video is like the best way to attract and repel right so you know what your brand stands for you know you know who you want to do business with and who you don't want to do business with and you know through your video content you are able to attract the people who, who get it and who understand your brand and, and what you stand for and the people who don't agree with what you stand for and who you are in your brand will immediately be like, mm, got to go. And there's somebody yeah. else out there for them, which is perfectly fine. Yeah, I think that's really important that I probably more important the repelling than the attracting in a lot of cases, because <laughs> yes. nobody wants to do business with people that are not their people, right? They, they become those pain in the butt customers or, or clients or whatever and, and that's not fun for anyone so I think that that's no. a really critical thing that you've mentioned there it's, I want to um yeah go for it yeah jump in I was just gonna say it's, it's like one of the main compelling reasons to create videos so that you are working with the people who you know are your people because that's the best <laughs> yeah and this is somewhat related because you talked before around people showing up on camera and just being instantly like robot version of themselves like a a wooden unnatural they look back at it and they go that doesn't even look and sound like me what am I doing wrong and and I mean that's a skill in itself right that we can yes. probably talk about but the idea of showing up and being yourself not being some highly polished tv presenter version of yourself <laughs> I think you probably agree with me that when you talk about showing up on camera confidently you're not talking about looking like a polished professional newsreader with perfect hair and perfect diction. But I don't think that's what you're talking about, right? So talk to me about this Absolutely idea not. of in, an importance of authenticity in the way you show up. Oh, this is so funny. You just reminded me of this, this story. Um, my first video, I literally looked like a news anchor. I, I was like, oh, I have to put a blazer on because people are not going to take me seriously if I don't have a blazer on. And I literally looked like a weird news anchory version of myself. And I was like, whoa. Wow. And I probably did that for the first year of making videos. And I'll never forget, there was a woman who watched all my videos. She was amazing. We ended up being really good friends. We're still really good friends. Um, she lived in Canada. And she was like, I'm coming to New York and I would love to meet you. And I was like, oh my God, I want to meet you too. This is going to be great. We're going to get to meet each other and it's going to be so fun. And I went out to an event where um, we met. And, you know, we were hanging out throughout the evening and toward the end of the night, she was like, um, can I tell you something? And I'm like, sure. And I'm like, lean in. I'm like, Ooh, I wonder what she's going to tell me. This is crazy. What is she going to say? And she goes, you know what? I didn't think I was going to like you because she's like, you're really 
funny in, in, in person, you know, but you don't come across like that in your videos. She's like, they're really great. And they're really informative. She's like, but you're so funny. And she's like, and I don't get that in your videos at all. And that was like a pivotal moment in my business. It hit me like across my face, like, whoa, how come I have been holding myself back in this way, thinking I needed to show up in this super pro polished perfection um, way in order to, you know, be professional in my business. And that was the last thing that I actually needed to be. And it's more important for your personality and who you are to shine through. And that's something that does happen over the course of time as you start getting more comfortable with seeing and hearing your own voice and put being put in that position in front of the camera as you start getting more um, building up your skills and the way you speak. And when you get the opportunity to look back on your content and review it critically and, you know, objectively, and then you're able to kind of make tweaks and changes and more of that, more of your personality comes out. So, you know, it is very important that, that you're able to authentically share who you are, because again, going back to the point of you're going to attract and repel. So you don't want to be a pretend version of yourself. Not that anybody is overtly trying to pretend to be somebody they're not. But sometimes when you're getting started, there's like a, a stiff veneer that's in front of you that you kind of need to uh, chip away at for your true personality to shine through. And do you think that there's there's a line there? So, you know, I, I think that you can be authentic, you can be yourself, you can show up naturally. But when you're doing a video for the purpose of promoting your business or positioning yourself as an expert or... Uh, communicating something of value to a prospect or a target audience, you know, where do you think that line is? Because obviously you don't want to be showing up, you know, in your sweatpants and, you know, looking like you've just woken up or, you know, which is your natural self, right? But there's a line, <laughs> right? So how do you help people sure. find that line between authenticity and uh, professionalism, for lack of a better term? I, I think it goes to respecting your audience and, you know, always sharing your value. Does that mean that I need to have full hair and makeup when I share my value while I'm respecting my audience and showing up with a professional, you know, in a professional way, but just not like fully made up maybe um, because I'm not walking around every day with full hair and makeup. Sometimes I might have spit up on me or, you know, my hair in a bun because I have two small children and I am feeling inspired and compelled to create a piece of content. Um, does that mean I'm not professional? I, you know, so I think there is a line and I think it goes to respecting your audience, respecting what you share with them, respecting how you show up. But that doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be fully, you know, on and polished every single moment because that level of polish and perfection is unrelatable, right? So you want to, there is a fine line, but I think all arrows point back to respect. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that, that answer. I wasn't sure where you're going to go with that, but I think it's, it's respecting your audience, but also really knowing your audience, because if you're yeah. creating content for, to add value to your audience's life, in a way that they're going to resonate with, then when you know and respect that audience, then you'll know how to show up for them. 
You know, if your Absolutely. audience is, I don't know, high powered professionals of in corporate America, for example, then you're going to show up differently. Not Absolutely. that it's inauthentic, but are you going to have put forward a different version of yourself than, you know, what you might if your audience was, you know, uh, mums or, uh, you know, people learning how to perfect their golf swing. I don't know. I'm just make, making up different audiences there. Sure. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to show up when you know your audience in a different way, but still remaining authentic to yourself. That's what I, that's what I think. Yes, I agree. <laughs> we are aligned on that. That's fantastic. So I'm interested, and I know I've come across this before, and I've also come across this when we're working with some of our clients and even just talking to people about their own video creation uh, journey is the idea of producing a video, thinking that you're, you've done a great job, you've got over your fears, you produced a video, and then you're looking back at it. This person is looking back at it and they're thinking that they hate the way that they sound or they hate the way that they look or why did they do that funny thing with their eyes or their hands or, you know, whatever. And for that reason, they then have fear of actually putting it out there. Or if they do put it out there, they put it out there in a very um, quiet. Uh, quiet way. Quiet is a good word for that. So they kind of post it and don't show anyone. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> what would you say to that? That idea of you've overcome the idea of being on camera. You produced your first video or two videos or three videos. Then the fear hits of actually, well, people are going to see this now. You know, that, that's an interesting question because I think that, <laughs> that definitely can stop people in their tracks. And there is no one answer. My, like one answer is not maybe going to serve 20% of the people because sometimes people need, you know, a different motivating thing. My core thing, my four pillars of pre-production, which is something that helps with this process. The four pillars of pre-production are why, who, what, and how, right? Why? So why are you creating videos in the first place? Why do you care? Why should anybody else care? You know, how does it fit into the bigger picture of your business? So when you start to feel that resistance, going back to that why and saying, hey, listen, I did the work. I did this for a reason. There are people out there who need to see this. I am, you know, delivering value in the way that only I can. And the last thing I'll say on this is something I always end every single one of my videos with is remember you are someone's reason to smile. So don't give up. And that is to speak to this point, like don't go 90% of the way and give up. Like somebody out there is waiting for you. You're their reason to smile. You're yeah. their, their person. And if you give up on them, if you give up on you, then you give up on them. Yeah. And that's not thank fair. You for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, I think that's a really, a really smart way and a, a valuable way to look at it because at the end of the day, why are you creating content in the first place? Why, why are you on video? It's not for you. Like at the end of the day, no. hopefully there's a benefit to you in the business, but at the end of the day, you're doing that for your audience. You're showing up to add value to them. And if you think about them, then yes. not posting your video or not sharing your video so that the majority of your audience or the maximum amount of your audience can see it it's you're actually kind of robbing them of the opportunity to get that that value that you're sharing, you know. I think that's a really nice Absolutely. way to look at it. So I'd love to dive into some examples or some case studies or 
Can you, yeah. I know you've, you've done this for years of helping people go from basically being scared of being on camera from really at the very start of this video creation journey to being ultra confident and really using video effectively across their business in many ways. So I know yeah. you've got a lot of people you've worked with and helped in that way. Can you share yeah. a couple of examples of people that have gone from kind of that beginning to that success? Absolutely. So I have been running. So the process I put myself through where I locked myself in my office studio and made videos, I then turned that into a challenge that I've been running since 2014. <laughs> so I've worked with hundreds of people and um, there's two people who are sticking out in my mind right now. There was a woman by the name of Cheryl and this was early on. And like, I almost want to cry just talking about it right now because it's so powerful and it really like solidified that what I'm doing with this challenge is just helping people change their lives, which is so much deeper than just getting comfortable and confident on video. She wrote to me and she said that her experience did not just affect her videos, although she became very confident on video and was able to go on and make videos. She said it affected every aspect of her life and that she was more comfortable and confident at networking events and meetups and that she didn't focus on her bad complexion or her weight or negative things about herself, but she focused on what she had to offer. And then she said, quote, years of therapy would not have accomplished as much. Wow. And that to me is a huge, huge compliment yeah. and a huge testament to, you know, um, just, you know, the, getting that confidence built in you. I don't ever really talk about it that way, but I hear that back from my clients all the time, that this doesn't only just affect their video journey, it affects their life. Um, there was another woman by the name of Nadia. She actually just wrote this to me today. She saw that I was running the challenge again, and she said, I'm so great to see you running this challenge again. After taking the challenge, I went on to do over 500 videos it's an amazing program. So yeah. she took, you know, when she came in having like not having made videos, feeling very uncomfortable to now a couple of years later, having made over 500 videos. Yeah. There you go. The proof's in the pudding. That's, that's, um, that's amazing. Like what you've, what you've talked on there, I think is it, that, uh, that underlying sense of confidence, not just on camera, yeah. but in yourself, in your ability to show up and yes. add value to the people that you want to serve. I mean, that, as you've really clearly kind of explained there in that case study was, I mean, that changes so much more than just your know, content creation, you know, yeah. that has the ability to affect your business, your life, and and really just how you show up in the world, which you know, I, I just kind of segue here, talk about my own experience of putting myself out there and, and getting on camera for YouTube and for video content um, as a video producer myself was something that I, I really struggled with in the beginning and I was super critical and that prevented me from creating content. Um, but as I've done it more and more, I've realized that the people I'm doing this for is, is more important than, than me, you know? So, um, and that, that's changed. I can say very clearly that's changed the way that I show up in my business, in sales, in networking, in, uh, working with clients just in, in a face-to-face -face way as well. So I really resonate with that first person's story there that I've forgotten her name now, but that first person. Cheryl, that you <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl, I resonate with you. So well done. Um, 
Okay, awesome. Cool. So I just want to, just in closing here, this has been super, super valuable, Holly. Um, I want you to, if I can, just ask you to speak to the listener out there who what we've been talking about resonates with them. So they've been delaying or, or putting up roadblocks to get on camera. Maybe they've tried it once or twice, but they're not doing it consistently or they're still afraid or there's something holding them back or maybe they've not even done their first video with themselves on camera. Can you take a moment just to talk to that person and what would you say to them to encourage them to, to take action? I would have them reflect on why. Why are they in their business? What are they, what, you know, the pas- their passion. And what is the change that they're looking to create in their client? And how when you refuse to step into your spotlight and you stand back in the shadows watching other people shine, that you are doing the people out there who were waiting for you to show up a huge disservice, like we've already mentioned. But I just want to reiterate that because that is really a huge motivating factor. Um, So... It's not about showing up and being perfect because nobody's perfect and nobody's expecting you to be perfect. And going through the process of pushing past these barriers of fear, which everybody has. So don't feel like you're the only one and you missed the memo about video confidence somewhere because you're looking at somebody who's been making videos for years and they're killing it. And you're like, why can't I do that? Because that person was you before they started and they just got started and did it. So yeah. I encourage you to pick up your camera and just start making videos. Love it. Awesome. Fantastic place to to end here. But I know that you've got a challenge coming up or an opportunity for people to to take action and dive in with you. Yeah. Can you share a little bit more about 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 what you're doing and and when where people can can go to jump in? Sure. Um, I, I run the challenge several times throughout the year. So depending on when you hear this, just come on over to hollygstudios.com slash FS, the number two S, or you can find the link on my main site, hollygstudios.com. And this is a 15 day video experience in confidence where you have the ability to get confident on video, get seen and get results because it's about how to put you in a position where you are feeling excited to make videos that you absolutely love and can't wait to show off where you are showcasing your expertise and attracting your dream clients though like i said i've been running this experience challenge since 2014 and from my side it is literally like watching roses bloom because people come in super scared and it's like the first day of school like you're with this amazing supportive international community of just the most creative fun energetic brain trust of people who are just as scared as you are and everybody's just there to help bring each other up with my guidance and mentorship because I watch every single video (laughs) and I give feedback to every single person every single video over the course of 15 days, we make 15 videos. And by day seven, I guarantee you we'll see a major change. 
If you go through the whole thing and you don't see a change, I will give you your money back. There you go. There you go. You have Holly's word there. So if anything that we've talked about in today's episode kind of inspires you to take some action in this space, then I do encourage you to go over to hollygstudios.com slash fs2s or just go to the website and you'll find it there and jump in and let her know that you heard heard her on the podcast and that's why you're there. So we will have the links, of course, in the show notes for this episode at engagevideomarketing.com slash 205. Holly G, it's been awesome to have you back. We'll have to, another 18 months or 16 months, we'll have to have you back again. <laughs> I would love to come back anytime. I am honored to be included among your amazing guests. Thanks for joining us again and good luck with the challenge. And uh, I hope some of our listeners take you up on that opportunity to change the way they're showing up on camera as well. Thank you. All right. Awesome, awesome, awesome to have Holly G back on the show. And I hope that you were inspired to take some action and either show up more on camera or show up more confidently on camera for your own business if you are not already. And again, if you wanted to take the opportunity that's ahead of you to jump in and join Holly's program as she launches it uh, just in a few days as of the release of this podcast, then make sure to go to hollygstudios.com or you can find the direct links to her program at engagevideomarketing.com slash 205. That's the show notes for this episode. Once again, real quick reminder, if you want to be in the running to score one of those business books, uh, video marketing business books that I'm going to stick in the post and send out to you, then you need to leave a rating and a review for this podcast. Take a screenshot and send it to me, Ben, at engagevideomarketing.com before the end of June. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening. And I appreciate you for the time that we spent here today to better your video marketing and just become better business people, to be honest. That's what I'm all about. I am Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and it's my role to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective video marketing strategy. And that's what we'll be doing next week as well. So see you next Tuesday for another episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast.